1: recorded live. The Lord has brought me from
0: a mighty long way. The Lord has brought me
1: from
0: a mighty long way.
1: I've been saved by His grace. The Lord has brought me from
0: a mighty
1: long way.
0: The Lord
1: mighty long way the Lord has brought me from
0: a mighty long way I've been blessed by his goodness and I by his
1: grace the Lord has brought
0: me from a mighty Lord. Long- been blessed by His goodness, and
1: I've been saved by His grace. The Lord has brought me
0: from a mighty long way. mighty long
1: way the
0: Lord have brought you
1: from
0: a mighty long way we've been blessed by his goodness
1: and we've been saved by his grace
0: Somebody ought to say, "Amen." You ought to know that, regardless to where you're at in life, it was the Lord who brought you. It was the Lord who kept you. Amen. It was the Lord who did it all. He said, "It was with my right hand and my mighty arm that I brought you out." Amen. It was God who gave us the victory. The battle is the Lord. And the victory is ours. Amen. And we don't gain it. Amen. It's God who gives it. Amen. Every day that we leave out and find our way safely back home, it was God who brought us out. It was God who brought us back in. Amen. The steps of a good man, they are ordered by the Lord. Amen. I don't care what kind of steps or direction you take. Amen. God is the one who's ordering it. Amen. To bring all the glory to himself. And that's why it's so imperative that we attend Bible study, learn the word of God. So we don't don't take God's glory from him. You remember what happened to Moses when God told him to speak to the rock? He struck the rock being intimidated by people, and it caused him not to go into the promised land.
1: But look at God's
0: mercy. He allowed him to go up to the mountaintop to see the promised land, but he did not venture in. Don't allow your pride in, in you taking God's glory. Stop God's blessing from coming to you. That's why we need to learn how to maintain our place in the Lord. Know your place. Stay in your place. You used to hear old folks used to tell you that. Look, you're a child. Stay in your place. We got to know our place. God is our father. We are his children. And we need to know our place. We thank God uh, for tonight. Amen. Each and every one of you thank God for the time of this and that brings mostly everybody, whether you're saved or unsaved, amen, to acknowledge uh Christ and his and his birth that uh, we in the Western Hemisphere have chosen the 25th of December to acknowledge the birth of Christ. I know you know it's very debatable by a lot of people that Christ wasn't born on this day. or He wasn't born on that day. It wasn't a matter of fact that how when he was born. The fact that it mattered that he was born. That's all that matters that he was born. Amen. A lot of people that came out of slavery, you mean? Amen. Even after slavery, didn't didn't have the knowledge of when they was born. Didn't have a knowledge of their birth, but they was here. Amen. A, a lot of us have have uh, descended from those slaves. They didn't even know their birth, but we acknowledge them. We acknowledge that they was here, and we descended from some of those 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 slaves. So why can't we acknowledge the fact that Jesus was born? Whether he was born on the 25th of December, or whether he was born on the 1st of April, it wouldn't matter what day it was. As long as we take a day to honor him, to celebrate the birth of Christ, to remember that he came to save us from our sins. That's what, the, that's what uh, Matthew chapter 1 says, that he, he came to do what? Save us from our sins.
1: So if you're in
0: sinner, if you're a sinner, don't know Christ as your Savior. Amen. He came to save you from your sins. Amen. And the Bible said that if we acknowledge and confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that, that's what he That's what his job. Our job is to acknowledge and to confess. It's his job. It's his job to clean us up and to forgive us. So we need to do what? Know our place and we know our place stay down our place God will bring us safely through our lesson on tonight come from 2 Samuel chapter 19 and I do pray that the word of God may be a blessing to one and all on tonight
1: God is a good God and he's good all the time and all the time God is good he always remained faithful, even when we are not faithful. God remained faithful. And He still do just what He said that He would do. When we turn and go the opposite direction, God
0: is still working things out in our favor to get us to, to realize the type of God that we serve. You hear people say many times, "Thank God that He's not like man,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. if, if 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 we done a man, if we done to God and God was a man, and we done to Him some of the stuff we do, Lord have mercy upon us. What would what what type of revenge He would take out on us? But thank God He He's not like man. His mercy and do it forever throughout all, throughout every generation. His mercy." Matter of fact, in the scriptures, he says mercy is is new day by day. Every day, he gives us a brand new mercy. Let us go into our lesson, uh, 2 Samuel chapter 19, verse 1. Let us read it. And it was told Joab, Behold, the king weeping and mourning for Absalom. And the victory that day was turned into mourning unto all the people. For the people heard say that day how the king was grieved for his son. And the people got them by stealth that day into the city, as people being ashamed steal away when they flee in battle. But the king covered his face, and the king cried with a loud voice, O oh, my son Absalom, O oh, Absalom, my son, my son. And Joab came into the house to the king and said, Thou hast shamed this day the faces of all thy servants, which this day have saved thy life, and the lives of thy sons, and the and thy daughters, and the lives of thy wives, and the lives of thy concubines, and that thou lovest thine enemies, and hatest thy friends. For thou hast declared this day, that thou regardest neither princess nor servant. For this day I perceive, that if Absalom had lived, and all we had died this day, then it had pleased thee well. Now therefore arise, go forth, and speak comfortably unto thy servant. For I swear by the Lord, if thou go not forth, There will not tarry one with thee this night, and that will be worse unto thee than all the evil that befell thee from thy youth until now. Then the king arose and sat in the gate, and he told unto all the people, saying, Behold, the king doeth sit in the gate. And all the people came before the king,
1: for Israel had fled every
0: man to his tent. And all the people were at strife throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king saved us out of the hand of our enemies, and he delivered us out of the hand of, our, of the Philistines. And now he has fled out of the land for Absalom. And Absalom, whom we have over us, is dead in battle. Now, therefore, why speak ye not a word, and bring the king back? And, the king, and king David sent to Zadok, and to every of the priest saying, Speak unto the elders of Judah, saying, Why are ye the last to bring the king back to his house? Seeing the speech of all Israel is come to the king, even to his house. Ye are my brethren, ye are my bones and my flesh. Wherefore then are ye the last to bring back the king? And say ye to Amasa, Are thou not of my bone and of my flesh? God do so to me, and more also, that thou be not captain of the host before me continually in the room of Joab, and he bowed the heart of all the men of Judah, even as the heart of one man, so that they sent this word unto the king: Return thou and all thy servants. So the king returned and came to Jordan, and Judah came to Gilgal to go to meet the king to conduct the king over Jordan. And Shimei, the son of Gera, a Benjamite which was of Benjamin, hasted and came down with the men of Judah to meet King David. And there were a, a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Zeba, the servant of the house of Saul, and his fifteen sons and his twenty servants with him. And they went over Jordan before the king. And there went over a ferry boat to carry over the king's household, and to do what? He thought good. And Shimei, the son of Gerar, fell down before the king, as he was come over Jordan, and said unto the king, Let not my lord impute iniquity unto me; neither do thou remember that which thy servant did, perversely the day that my lord the king went out of Jerusalem, that the king should take it to his heart, for thy servant do not, for that servant do know that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I am come the first day of all the house of Joseph, to go down to meet my lord the king. But Abishai, the son of Zerah, answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this? Because he cursed the Lord's anointed. And David said, What have I to do with you, ye sons of Zerah, that you should this day be adversaries unto me? Shall there any man be put to death this day in Israel? For do not I know that I am this day king over Israel? Therefore the king said unto Shimei, Thou shalt not die. And the king sware unto him. And Mephibosheth the son of Saul came down to meet the king and had neither dressed his feet nor trimmed his beard nor washed his clothes. For the day the king departed until the day he came again in peace. And it came to pass when he was come to Jerusalem to meet the king that the king said unto him, Wherefore when is not thou with me, Mephibosheth. And he answered, My lord, O king, my, my servant de- deceived me. For thy servant said, I will sell me an ass that I may ride thereon and go to the king. <coughs> Excuse me. Because that servant is lame. And he had slandered that servant unto my lord the king. But my lord the king is an angel of God. Do therefore that which is good in thine eyes. For all of my father's house were but dead men before my lord the king. Yet did thou set thy servant among them that did eat at thine own table. What right therefore have I yet to cry any more unto the king? And the king said unto him, Why speakest thou any more of thy matters? I have said, Thou and Zeba divide the land. And Mephibosheth said unto the king, Yea, let him take all, for as much as my lord the king is come again in peace unto his own house. And Barzillia the Giladite came down from Rogalin, and went over Jordan with the king to conduct him over Jordan. Now Barzillia was a very aged man, even fourscore years old, and he had provided the king of substance while he lay at Bahamian, for he was a very great man. And the king said unto Brazilia, Come thou over with me, and I will feed thee with me in Jerusalem. And Brazilia said unto the king, How long have I to live that I should go up with the king unto Jerusalem? (coughs) I am this day fourscore years old, and can I discern between good and evil? Can I observe and taste what I eat or what I drink? Can I hear any more the voice of singing men? And singing women, what well, for then should that servant be yet a burden to my lord the king? That servant will go a little way over Jordan with the king. And why should the king recompense it me with such a reward? Let that servant, I pray thee, turn back again, that I may die in my own city, and be buried by the grave of my father and of my mother. But behold, that servant. Let him go over with my lord the king, and do to him what shall seem good unto thee. And the king answered, Shemham shall go over with me, and I will do to him that which shall seem good unto thee. And whatsoever thou shalt require of me, that will I do for thee. And all the people went over Jordan. And when the king was come over, the king kissed Barzalia and blessed him, and he returned unto his own place. Then the king went on to Gilgah, and Shemiham came, and Shimham went on with him, and all the people of Judah conducted the king, and also half the people of Israel. And behold, all the men of Israel came to the king, and said unto the king, Why have our brethren, the men of Judah, stolen thee away? Why have our brethren, the men of Judah, stolen thee away? And have brought the king and his household, and all of David's men with him over Jordan? And all the men of Judah answered the, the men of Israel, because the king is near of kin to us. What will then be ye angry for this matter? Have we eaten at all of thy king's cost? Or have we given us? But have he given us any gift? In <coughs> the middle of Israel, uh, me, and the middle of Israel, the men and the men of Israel answered the men of Judah and said, We have ten parts. And the king, and we have also more right in David than ye. Why then did ye despise us, that our advice should not be first had in bringing back our king? And the words of the men of Judah were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel. Second Samuel chapter 19, verses 1 through verse 43. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading and hearing and do of his holy word. This is the nature of people, not God, but the nature of people. When they have done wrong, thinking that a person is, is, is done with, and they turn their back on them as soon as they rise into power, what do they do? They try to jockey back for positions. Now, one thing you have to remember here, we have been talking since chapter 12, up until this chapter here. It's all about family. And we're not talking
1: about no other nations. We're talking about just one nation, the nation of Israel. That's all we're talking about. We've been talking about the nation, the whole nation, the 12 tribes of Israel. The 12 tribes of Israel that
0: made up that nation. All of God's people. Look how divided people can become, even in family. And you hear people, you know, a lot of people, is walking around with that guilt trip, talking about having people tell them that that they got, their family is a we got a family curse up on them, uh, or, or, or some crazy stuff that they
1: uh,
0: unorganized. From the time since time began, families been rising up against one another. Why? Because this is the thing that Satan had come to do. He come to destroy what
1: families,
0: our communities, our neighborhoods, our churches is made up of what family. family. What was in what was in the Garden of Eden, family, and Satan came in there and divided the family. He got the, got into Eve. And persuaded her to eat from the tree that God forbid them of. Out of all the trees that was in the garden, he provoked her into eating from the tree that God forbid them to eat from. Why? So he can bring division and chaos in the family. And so now here we find that same spirit. (coughs) That same spirit. They're still operating on the land, still operating in the world. The Bible says there are many spirits that have gone out. See, therefore what? Try the spirits and see whether the spirit be of God. Now, when Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden fruit that was in the garden, in the midst of the garden, what happened when god came down and questioned them they ran and and because they, they 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 realized that they was naked because they had gained the knowledge of of good and evil and god said to the, to the woman what is what is what is this you done who she blamed
1: she blamed it on on the serpent when he asked adam what he did he blamed it on on the woman nobody
0: wanted to take responsibility for their actions. What we find here in this chapter, these tribes came out against their king. The same way Adam and Eve went against their king, the, the God of heaven, they went against King David. Now that David rolled back into power, what are they doing? They're jockeying for position. They're trying to get back in favor. Look, look what verse 9 says. And all the people was at strife throughout all the tribes of Israel. There was quarreling and arguing with one another to try and convince David that they was on his side. It wasn't just me. I was the only one that said it. People need to learn how to take responsibility for their actions. That's why the Bible says that every man is going to stand before the judgment seat of God and give an account in their body, their own bodies whether it be good or whether it be bad, we got to give an account for it. We can't blame nobody, point to think of nothing or no one else. Because the book is going to be open on you, me, and everybody else. And all the people that strife throughout all the tribes of Israel saying, the king saved us out of the hand of our enemies. So now they're remembering what, what David did for them and what they're saying. They're saying this here to do what? Buff up his pride. They're trying to get to his ego about now to remember what all he done for them. Isn't this what we do when we went against God and did something? God, you've been so good to me. Lord, you brought me from a mighty long way. Lord, you did this. Lord, you did that. Why don't we remember these things before we go against the will of God? Why do, why do we remember it after we sinned? That is not it's not only gonna be it's not only gonna be the, the elders of these tribes that's gonna remember this, they're gonna have Shimei, the one who cursed David, he's gonna remember it too. And all the people was at strife. What happened in the garden? Adam and Eve was at what? Strife with one another, pointing the finger one at the other. Nobody wanted to take
1: responsibility. And all of these are family members. These 12 tribes
0: of Israel was made up of 12 brothers that had children that made up each tribe so that when they went over to the promised land, each one of them was given a portion of land. That's something how once we get blessed and we have our own stuff and we don't think we need nobody else, we get bigoted. We put our head up in the air thinking that we can make it on our own. But they needed each other. Now they remember what, what David did. Now they still got their, 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 their property now. They still got their houses. They still got the property, that the land that they had. But yet they, they feel vulnerable not to the enemies because they have no one to protect them. And so now they remember what David did for them. So David tells them, look, out of all the people that's arguing about me coming back and what I did for them, how come I'm not hearing from the people of my own tribe? Now he's making it, he's making it more what? Personal. It's becoming more personal now because now he's, he's directing this question to his household, to the tribe in which he was born and raised in, the tribe of Judah. So he's directing this question at them. Why are you the last to bring the king back to his house? Seeing the speech of Israel is come to the king. So he didn't heard what Israel is saying. Israel was the ten tribes to the north when they were separated. The two tribes that was to the to the to the to the to the, to the, to the south was Judah and Benjamin. And so he said, Look, I'm hearing a, I'm hearing from all the Israel, the ten tribes to the north, I'm hearing from them, but I haven't heard anything from y'all, Judah, and I and I was raised with y'all. You know something, my 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 brothers and sisters? If you look in the book of Nehemiah, when Nehemiah uh, uh, got leave from, the, from, from to go down in Jerusalem to help rebuild the walls and the temple and all of this, when they started getting uh, complications from from St. it and the people who was trying to stop them from building the wall back up, you know what they did? They put the people on the wall by what? By families. When the people came out against them to fight against them, the Bible said they had one hand to, the, to their weapon and one hand to the work. And it was all placed upon the wall, working, doing the work, to rebuild the walls and things, and it was placed there by families. Because guess what? If we ain't going to fight for nobody else, we should be able to fight for our family. If nobody else means nothing to you, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your wife, your children should mean something to you that you're willing to lay down your life and fight for this is what Jesus said. Jesus said, I lay down my life. There's no man taking it. See, I'm doing this openly and, 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 and before all the people. I'm doing this at my own free will. He said, I lay down my life. No man take my life. He's got the power to lay it down, and I got the power to take it back up again. David had the power to stand his ground in Jerusalem, but he took the low road and he left. Because his trust was in God and not in people. And God gave him the strategy. And the same way God put it down is the same God that picked him right back up. He that obeys himself, him that God shall raise up. You raise yourself up, see him, that's the one God going to put back down. He said, "Look, he you said, you're my brother, you're you're my own, you my bones, you're my flesh. What for then are ye the last to bring the king back? If anybody should bring, should be arguing my point, you should be standing for me. This is what he what, what the what the scripture in, in verse twelve. We're gonna get down to twenty two where we where we left off last week. But I'm just trying to I'm just trying to refresh your mind." And let you know that all of this stuff is about you and I. It's about family. It's about family, and I don't care where you go at. I don't care how rich the community is or how how poor it is. It could be the hood of hoods, and it could be the mansions of mansions. They got problem in every household and in every community. There's not one family, not one household or one community that don't have some kind of problem in there. The only reason the only reason why you think it's so good is because you haven't heard about it. So you think that it's just your family. You think it's just your house. No, it's, it's happening in everybody's house. The devil don't exempt anybody. He don't discriminate. He tries to get in every house he can. It's not that your family is dysfunctional. It's the fact that the devil has God in there to try and bring havoc and division in your family. That's the devil.
1: The Bible says he is the accuser of the brethren. He said, "You are my brother. You are my bones. You are my flesh. Or for them, are you the
0: last to bring me back? If anybody should stand for me, I should. My brother should be able to stand up for me." And here, here you're finding people from the church, going to people in the world, talking about one another. My God in heaven, how are we going to get the sinners off the corner? How are we going to get them out the whole house and off, out the ballroom? How are we going to get them from off the gambling table? How are we going to get them? If we talking about ourselves, the Bible says that if we bite and devour ourselves, we'll be consumed one of another. And that's what we do. We go to people who's not saved and talk about the people
1: who's supposed to be saved in the church, talk about the pastor, talk about the pastor wife, his children too. And we're supposed to be born of, of one another's bones and flesh of one another's flesh. Why?
0: Because we born of the same, we're supposed to be born of the same spirit. There's one God, one spirit, one baptism. And we've all been baptized of the same spirit that, that makes us brothers and sisters in Christ. But yet we go out of the church and talk about one another. And we're supposed to be brethren. We're supposed to be bones of, and, and fleshes of one another. He said, why why, why why, are you the last to bring me back? Why are you not standing up for me? we got to learn how to stand up for one another, saints. I don't care what people on the corner say about about the deacon, about his wife, about this one, that, and the other. We got to stand up for them, not stand up and talk about them with the people.
1: This is the church matters, not the matter of the world, the people on the corner. That's what they want to hear. <clears throat> so now David, what he does, he makes a political move here.
0: And this political move is to do what? To draw the family back together. There's some things that, that, that we move, that we make, that may not be popular with people, but we got to make a move that would help strengthen everybody. Not just one person, but help strengthen everybody and bring, and bring pleasure to God. That's right, sister. And also bring pleasure to God. And so what he does, he remembers what Joab done, not only just killing his son,
1: not just killing his son, but the act that he did when he committed an assassination on Abner's son. See, God is a God, he, he, he don't forget. And so now, since he's
0: bringing everybody back together, he's making this political move, and he's taking a master and putting him in Joab's place.
1: And see, so that's what God had to do with Satan when he was Lucifer, when he was up in the heavens, when he thought that, that, he, could,
0: that he could make decisions, that he thought that he should be God. Joab wanted to make decisions of his, of, his, of his own because now he had placed himself in David's position. David had told him to remember, treat the young man kindly.
1: And so what Joab said, kill him. We all got to pay for our answer if I want actions.
0: Whatever a man took, that's what he going to read. What we'll go around, they come around. So now he he takes a master and says, look. Now he says this before all the people. We're going to take a master and put him in Joanne's place. He's going to be captain in Joanne's place. And what he did, he touched the hearts of the people. Because the people, Amasa was, was was the captain of Absalom's army. So Amasa should have been stood to the wall and killed for treason. But instead of being killed for treason, he's being rewarded. Instead of you and I dying the death of a sinner, Christ died for you and I and gave us a reward for something we did. We were the ones who was wrong, but yeah, he paid the price matter was wrong for rebelling against the king. Regardless of what other people told him and what other people said and how uh, uh, Absalom had won the hearts of the people, he should have knew right from wrong for himself. And that's the problem. We listen too much at other, what other people say, and we agree with, with, with something that's wrong just because the popular opinion of people is saying it. And so we go with the crowd. Mm. We go with the crowd. Jesus says, straight is the gate and broadens the way that leads to destruction. But yet straight is the gate, but narrow is the path that only a few walk therein. We love a crowd. That's just a part of our human nature seems like. We love a crowd. If, a, if, if there's not a crowd around, oh, I don't want to go over there. There ain't, ain't no crowd. I don't care how much a word being preached at. I remember hearing uh, Bishop Jakes, Bishop T.D. Jakes' testimony about when he was living in, in West, West Virginia trying to get the church started. So he wore, he wore out about four or five stoves cooking uh, fish dinners and stuff to try and keep the, the church open. Driving a car with no no floorboard in it. Had to hide the, the, the car behind the building. Nobody would come. And he was preaching the same gospel then that he's preaching now. But there was no crowd. There was no crowd. As soon as God opened that door, and people start coming, here come the crowd. Everybody won't get on board. Everybody wanted to get on board. And that's just a part of, of, of people's nature. And so what David does, he wins the heart of the people. By placing the master in a position that, that he don't even deserve. Don't that remind you something of you and I? we placed in a position that we don't even deserve.
1: That's God's grace. Unmerited favor. That's God's grace shown to you and I.
0: And you know something, when people do something for us, that we don't deserve? We go all out our way to show how, how much we appreciate what they did. Knowing that, that you didn't talk about this individual, you didn't like them, or this, that, and But here, this person here opened up their heart to help you when you was in need. And so now you go all out your way to show how much you appreciate it. But how why is it that we don't go out our way to do the same thing for God? Why is it that we don't why is it that we make so many excuses that for God why we can't go to church? Why we don't go to Bible study? Oh, it, it, I don't like the time that the old church. I was talking to a pastor just the, just the other week, and he was telling me the biggest the biggest uh, religion down in New Orleans right now is the New Orleans Saints. Here, the churches got to got to put the 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 service time around the time that the that the New Orleans Saints is playing football, because the people don't want to come to church because they want to go to the football game. He told me now, He said. Now they're going to have, to, after, after the football season is over, now it's another religion they got to fight, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras comes to New Orleans early this year, first part of February, which means the prayer is going to start sometime around January. Why did that God got to fight through all of this after he even gave us something that we don't deserve? That's the thing that should be making us show our appreciation to him even more, knowing how he suffered. At the whipping post, knowing how he suffered upon that cross.
1: For you and I, it wasn't nothing that he did. The Bible says no God was found in him. Paul, Pilate, who who
0: who was 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 uh in Catholicism, what he say? After he examined Christ, he said, "I find no fault." Ooh, found no fault in the man. But here we find fault, We find excuses why we don't go to church, why we don't go to Bible study, why, why we, we, we can't pay our tithe, why we can't do this, that, and the other. But when it comes down to some really event, we find time to get banked. We put money aside to go there. Lord, help me in here tonight. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing the church struggling with people who are supposed to be born of our bone, flesh of our flesh, and our brethren, our sisters. And we find other things to do rather than giving God his praise and his glory for giving us something that we don't even deserve. A master was placed in a position, and he didn't even deserve it because he had
1: rebelled against the king. He should have been put beside the wall and, and, and killed. You and I should have been put side the wall, but yet he gave us something that we didn't even deserve,
0: and the and the Bible says the people bowed their heart of all the men of Judah, even as the heart of one man, so that they sent the word to the king, return, come on back, king,
1: you you don't you don't have no
0: revenge in your heart, you, you 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 more you more righteous than all of us, we know that we should be dead, but here you're giving us a reward rather than penalizing us. So the king returned and, and came to Jordan and Judah came to uh came to Gilga to go to meet the king to conduct the king. Oh Jordan. Now look, look, everybody's getting on board now. Oh yeah, they're going to meet him. Why? King ain't mad. He's not gonna kill us. He not he's not gonna seek revenge. Come on, we're going we're gonna party now, we're gonna parade with him. And Shimei, the son of Gerim, a Benjamite, which which was of Bahram, hastened and came down with the men of Judah to meet the king. Look, while the king is in a is in good mood, I'm going to tell him how sorry I am too. I'm one of his countrymen. I might not be of his tribe, but I'm one of his countrymen. I'm going to see if I can gain the, 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 the king's heart too. A lot of people, that's the way they come to church, to try and gain what God got in his hand rather than gain what God got in his heart. People coming to the church to try and get, not coming to bring anything. They don't want. They don't want to labor. They don't want to labor. No, they try, They want to. They want to seek a reward. And most time, you find some people that that's laboring when a program is on, so their name could be on the program. Oh yeah, we want to thank Sister So and So for all she did. Yeah, they want to. They want to puff their chest out. But Jesus said. He that do his homes in secret, I will reward him openly. He said, for he that seeketh the reward of man have have received this reward already. I'd rather get the reward God, got,
1: Because you can't be God-given no matter how hard you try. And so Nashimei, who cursed David
0: out, threw rocks at him, He's coming to, oh, let's go meet the king. Now you have to understand that Shimei I was from the tribe of Benjamin, where Saul, King Saul came from. And so he was his, He was in favor with Saul. Because who who was in that tribe that was king, they had what? They had more rights. They had more rights. That's something like the president of the United States, whoever's in his family, they got they got more rights to the White House and different things and brands and Secret Servicemen than 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 you and I. And we was there to vote on him. We were there to help vote him in. But we can't we ain't got we don't have no key to the White House. We can't go there and sleep. We can't get no Secret Service uh uh people to watch over us and protect us. We ain't gonna get on no no plan for free and, and fly wherever we want. No. That's the same with this here. Whoever was king and you was in that tribe, you, you had, you had uh, uh, uh,
1: preferences. You had favor. 17 says, there were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and, and even Zeba, the servant of the house
0: of Saul, and his 15 sons and his 20 servants with him. And they went over Jordan before the king. Everybody wanted to go back now. Zeba had deceived uh, uh, Mephibosheth took his, his stuff went and lied to David about Mephibosheth now the one who was servant is being servant Ain't hey, that's the trick everybody want to be served nobody want to be a servant he that wished to be the greatest among them let him become the servant of them all Zeba deceived David, David didn't know how to judge that matter and Ziba went to him and said, the only reason why Mephibosheth didn't come with you is because he still remembers uh, how you took the throne from his, from his father, uh, Saul. And so, you know, during this time, of a, a, a monarch, a monarching king, when a person came into, into power, everybody that was in that family, they was killed off so they wouldn't rise up against them. And so now David is, is, is thinking, you know, going through all of this stuff, you know, fighting and Absalom and, and, and his son that rose up against him, his, his daughter had been raped. His son been killed by his, by his other son. All of this, you know, he's, he's dealing with. you got to understand, people, you're a person, I'm a person. Just put yourself in that place and think, how would you be able to handle all these matters that they came up on your plate at one time? You couldn't handle all that. You know, we talk about mighty David, but David still was a person. He still was a person. It wasn't Superman, Batman, and Iron Man. He was God's man. That had made a mistake, and all of this stuff came down on him. Now, when you really love God, and you have made a mistake and sinned against God, that should bother you. Now, all the rest of this stuff that's coming on you, Lord, how would you handle all of that? Now, all of these people is bombarding them all at one time. He's trying to get the the, 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 the the nation back together. He's trying to get the king, the kingdom back together, get things put back in place through all of this chaos that went on. Mm-hmm. He's still mourning over the death of his son. People is looking at him to see how he's going to react and why he's not rejoicing over the victory he won. Now he got to deal with all
1: of that. How would you be able to deal with that? It's easy for you and I to sit back and say, I think he should have did this, and I think he should have did that. That's why
0: Jesus said, judge ye not. For with the same judgment you judge, you shall be judged. I don't think you want that to come on your plate, my brothers and sisters. I don't think you want you want that to be tested in your house to see how you would have not it. That's why the Bible said for us to do what? Pray one for another. You better start getting down on your knees, sitting in your secret closet or doing whatever you need to do and start praying for one another and stop voicing your matter about God's people, what they should have did or what they should have did. You're not them. And you don't know how you would have handled it if it was you. All of these people coming at him at one time, all of this is coming at him and he's trying to get things put back in
1: place, not just for himself, but for the nation as a whole. And there were a thousand men
0: of Benjamin with him, and Ziba the servant of the house of Saul and his 15 sons and the 20 servants with him. And they went over Jordan before the king, and there went over a ferry boat to carry over the king's household and to do what he thought good. And Shimei the son of Mira fell down before the king as he was come over Jordan. And he said unto the king, Let not my Lord impute iniquity Make with him to me. Neither do now remember that which that servant did perversely the day that my lord, the king, went out of Jerusalem, that the king should take it to his heart. Now, isn't that something? Somebody to spit in your face. Somebody to curse you out and say that they're glad what's happened to you. And your son is running you out of your own house. And he tell you, all that I told you, man, don't take that to home. You're the king, you shouldn't get mad about nothing like that. You should be bigger than that. We're still talking about a person rather than a position. And would that remind me of how some people judge the pastor in the church? Oh, he's supposed to be the pastor and, 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 and this is the way he's he's handling this, is it? How would you handle if you was the pastor? Whatever decision you think that you that should have been made? Guess what? Somebody wouldn't have been satisfied or pleased with the decision you would have made. It's not easy to make
1: decisions.
0: You have to understand that you're not dealing with a position, you're dealing with a person. And that's where a lot of us have got away from. we not deal we don't deal with the person. We want to deal with the position that the person has. You know what they call a pastor? The man of God. What do you say first? Amen. A man, a person. Look at Moses. We we glorify Moses. Moses made a mistake, and he was what? The man of God. If you look throughout all the scriptures out of all the 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 prophets, they all made mistakes. They all thought that God had abandoned them and left them, and spoke out against him. Jeremiah said, "Look, I won't." Talk no more, witness no more, no more in your name. Allow me to be thrown down in this in this in this dirty hole. Till the word of God
1: was burning inside of me, say like fire. It's so easy for you and I to 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 judge
0: and say what we would do if oh, is he supposed to be a pastor? Why are we talking about the position and not have sympathy on the person? What would they have to deal with? Come on, saints. We're supposed to be bigger than that. We're supposed to be better than that. Put yourself in that position. And guess what? You don't even have to be in that position. You haven't made a whole lot of good decisions yourself. Neither have I. And Shimei, the son of Gerah, fell down before the king, as he was come over Jordan and said unto the king, Let not my lord impute iniquity unto me, Neither do thou remember that which that servant did perversely the day that that my lord, the king, went out of Jerusalem, that the king should take it to his heart. Don't take this to heart, man. For the servant do know that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I am come this day of all the house of Joseph to go down to meet my lord, the king. But Abishai, the son of Zorah answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death? For so this because he cursed the lost anointing? As he
1: saying, with the law states, what should happen to him? He, he jumps up and states to David, look, he should die for cursing out the Lord's anointing.
0: He jumps up and he declares what should be done. He don't give David the right. No, he jumps up. Because he was part of the victory campaign, and so he figured he got a voice now, and so he jumps in and says "What should happen?" He don't say what David say. Something same thing like 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 us. We don't say what the word of God say. We put, our want two cents," in this is what I think should be done. What, what do God say?
1: Can we can we go into the Word and see what God will say about these things? Lean not to thy own understanding.
0: Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways, and he shall direct your path. This is what the word says. But here, here this fellow, he's leaning towards his understanding. Why? Because now he, he's, trying to, he's trying to puff up the position that David holds rather than looking at him as a person.
1: David knows what the word said. That's somehow we talk about what the word says. <clears throat> last
0: compassion, last respect and honor to the person who holds the position. Instead of sitting and saying, "What say ye, King David?" He said, "Look, for talking that way against the king, you ought to die. You ought to be put to death."
1: <clears throat>
0: you know the greatest, the greatest power of a person. Is a person who had the power to, to 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 pronounce death on you, but yet give you leniency. That shows the greatest power of a person. Though he had the power to slay you or to kill you or to put you away, yet he gives you
1: freedom. He got the power to to, to fire you from your job, but yet he gives you another chance. That's the thing that turns a man's heart around, from evil to good. Don't you hear those testimonies in the church? I could be dead and sleeping in my grave, but God, that's the thing that's supposed to turn us. The
0: testimony, what the Bible says, how did we overcome? By the blood of the Lamb and by the testimonies. It's the testimonies that brings us over. It is the blood that saved us. That's how we overcame. We overcame by the blood of the land and by their testimonies. This is a testimony yes. <clears> here. <throat> but Abishai, the son of Zura answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this because he cursed the Lord's anointing? And David said, What have I to do with you? these sons of Zorah, that you should this day be adversaries unto me. Why are you causing me more problems? Don't you know I got enough I'm dealing with right now for you to jump up and say what I should do?
1: You don't have nothing to do with this matter. This is my, this is the matter that I should judge. Should there any man be put to death this day in Israel? For do not I know that I am
0: the day king of Israel? You don't have to tell me what the position I hold. I know who I am and I know what position I am. And that's what we got to know. We got to know who we are and whom we are. Rather than letting people buck our head up and tell us what we need to do and what we should do. If it was me, I wouldn't do that, Pastor. We like to get in the pastor here. We like to get in, in
1: a dick in and in, in, in provoke confusion. David already dealing with, with, with the death of his son. You don't want to hear nothing about debt, no more debt right now.
0: Look what verse 23. says, Therefore the king said unto Shemiah, Thou shalt not die. And the king swear unto him. And Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, came down to meet the king, and had neither dressed his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes. And for the day the king departed, until the day he came again in peace. Now, all of this is showing a sense of what? Mauling. He's been moaning. He's not rejoicing that this didn't happen to David. He, he's he's not washing his clothes. He's not trimming his beard. He's not doing any of these things. Why? Because his heart is towards David for the for for what David did for him when he could be dead. Because when a, when a, when a during the time that a monarch was in place, whoever whoever was king and took the place of the other person that wasn't of the same family, they put them to debt so they wouldn't rise up against them again. That's what what a monarchy is about. But today we are in, in a democratic society. We vote in and vote them out. They spend their years in that that, that, that Congress, they said that a person could serve in a certain position, and after they serve those positions, whether somebody still want them in there or not, they can't serve anymore because they did they, they, they turn. But a minor, when they died, they placed his son in position. And so when 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 Saul and, and and Jonathan was killed, and and Mephibosheth was lame and couldn't operate in that position, God had anointed David to become the next king, and so. And in the mind position, everybody that was kept to of Saul, of, of the house of Saul, should have been put to death. But David did not kill him. Why? Because he remembered what Jonathan had said and the words that they had spoke to one another. He kept his
1: word. God always keeps his word. We don't keep ours. God is always faithful. God remains faithful to his word. He said, I'm a God and
0: I change not. I'm the same God as I was today, as I am today, as
1: I was yesterday, and forevermore. He's still God. We're the ones who change. We we'll be on fire when we accept it.
0: We're on fire when He's blessing us. But as soon as trouble comes knocking out our door, things, you know, sometimes a little bit too much of blessings make us turn our back on God. We want to go ride to drive the car, let people see what we got. We got to put on our new clothes and go go go. So, all out the street, let people see how good we look. And before you know it, you then walked away from God. Before you know it, you're right back in the same position you was before you before you gave your life to God. Now you're coming back from backsliding.
1: Oh God, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> now you remember how good God was. Why? Because now you're trying to regain favor back with God, same way these tribes did. You want to try to regain favor back with David. You want to regain favor back with God. Why? Because you missed that blessing. You missed that peace you had. You missed that family you had. That good job you had. Now that it's just dwelling away from you.
1: Oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I repent, Lord, if you do this, Lord, I'll never do that again. Now you want to bargain with God. Therefore, the king said unto Shimei, thou shalt not die, and the king swear unto
0: him, him. And Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, came down to meet the king, and he had neither dressed his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes. He ain't out partying, Happy that this happened to David. No. He's in mourning. He's in he's he's in prayer. This is this is the position of of, of mourning and fasting. That they did in Israel, they
1: didn't trim their beard, they didn't wash, they didn't do anything. Matter of fact, they even took dirt and threw it all on top of their head. And verse twenty-four says, "Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, came down
0: to meet the king, and had neither dressed his feet nor trimmed his beard nor washed his clothes. From the day the king departed until the day he came again, in peace." And it came to pass when he was Come to Jerusalem to meet the king that the king said unto him, What for went thou not with me, Mephibosheth? And he answered, he said, My Lord, my servant deceived me. For the servant said, I would saddle you an ass that I may ride thereon and go to the king because that servant is lame. Now we know that a person that's lame can't walk. He sure can't stand up and saddle a horse or ass. Not put himself on that. He needs somebody to help him. They ain't have no wheelchairs.
1: And so Zeba deceived him. And
0: so now, through all of this thing that they transpired, David don't know which one to believe. God never spoke to him to tell him one way or the other, so he don't know right now at this time who to believe. And so before he passed judgment on either one, he's going to stand neutral. That way we need to learn how to stand neutral and not judge so quickly. See, the Bible says don't judge a matter before it's time. And sometimes we pass judgment on matters a little bit too fast. And all, and when we do that, we we bring other people in it. Ain't that something? We bring other people in it. Yeah, we want other people to agree with us. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I, that's the way I feel about it too. And you know something, what you're saying, you're right, James. Yeah, we bring other people in it. I pray that the word of God be the blessing to y'all on tonight. I pray that something that we said have touched your heart, open up your eyes of understanding to the word of God. And so, this concludes our our lesson for tonight. And so, until we meet again on next Tuesday, if the Lord say the same life lasts, that pass and if Christ don't come back for his church, we'll meet again on Tuesday, at 630 on next week. So, may God bless you, may God keep you.
1: This is surely our prayer. Amen. God bless your saints. Good night.